0: That is one of the best skill sets that we have from a leadership standpoint, is utilizing our power of empathy and leadership. Great leaders are empathetic. They hear, they listen, they understand their employees, they understand their team, they understand their customers. So use it to your advantage. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanera Madani, and I believe that you deserve to have it all. Less than 2% of female founders ever break 1 million in revenue and less than 25% of women are breaking the C-suite glass ceiling. And our team at CEO School is on a mission to change that. Each week, you'll learn from incredible mentors who are breaking the statistics, as well as women well on their way, sharing how they defied the odds so that you can do it too. If you are an ambitious woman who wants to create a life of impact through financial freedom, self-growth, and find confidence in your voice, Grab a seat because class is officially in session. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday and welcome to CEO School. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about empathy, And empathy for me is something that is a natural skill set, but I do believe that empathy is something that is a natural skill set for most women and that we can actually use it to our greatest advantage. However, sometimes I'm actually noticing in 2021 that we are actually not utilizing the skill set of empathy as well as we should or could be. I'm also noticing patterns in business that I want to kind of bring back and share. And this goes back to a lot of the women in... CEO school and they all have different businesses and they're growing their businesses. And some topic that has come up is empathy around our customers. I think that one of the things that we as business owners try to do is we're always thinking about our customer first, right? This should be your number one rule as a business owner is thinking about your customer, what their needs are, who they are, and how best you can serve that customer. How best can you add that value, that transformation? How can your product or service really change that customer's size? That is a reason why you started your product, your service, your business, right? So that is at the top of the list. And I do find that the shifts as your business grows is that sometimes the business owner the entrepreneur, the solopreneur who then gets to CEO doesn't keep their ear to the ground to actually understand what their customer needs are. Are they evolving? Has it changed? What's the landscape? So putting our customer first needs to be this continual journey that you do as a CEO, that you do as a leader in your organization is understanding your customer and make sure that your ear is to the ground. I think we've all seen that show Undercover Boss. And if you haven't, it's a show where a major corporation such as like I don't know, a Subway or something. I don't even know if Subway's on it, but the CEO of Subway would then go undercover and he's dressed as like a basic worker and he goes undercover and he listens, like he actually sees firsthand how the store is operating, what the employees are doing, what the culture is like, how consumers and customers are using their products and services, like what's happening actually in the lines, how's the food actually being prepared. And what ends up happening every single show is that there's so many learnings for this executive who sits in... I think it's coined as like the ivory tower, right? So they sit in the ivory tower, but they have no idea what's actually happening on the grounds. And Undercover Boss does that. And at the end of the episode, you know, the teammates and everybody finds out like, oh my God, that's actually the CEO of our company. So it's like, they didn't know. And so they're behaving as normally as they would because this person's obviously undercover. But the important part that I was trying to take away from this is that Having your ear to the ground doesn't need to take this like national thing, right? Like as an executive, you should always have your ear to the ground. And sometimes it gets tough, right? You're busy. You're in your day to day. You're working on the business, not in the business, all things that all great executives and CEOs should be doing. But it's also important as part of your process that you do keep your ear to the ground. When was the last time you checked in on randomly? like on the culture side of your business, inside your team? When was the last time you actually opened up a process and ran through that process? When was the last time you actually conducted customer calls on your own and watched that happen? When was the last time you filled out your own landing page form to see how the funnel flows all the way through with an alias email to see, hey, are the, you know, the email newsletter that I'm receiving is that even of value? Because sometimes we set it and we forget it. There's so many things that we set it, and we forget it, and we move on, set it and forget it and move on that we completely lose sight of, is it actually effective? Is it still resonating with their customer? Is it still that same why the mission, the voice, the thing that you set out to do sometimes gets lost. And so I wanted to bring this topic up is that we start our businesses with this huge level of empathy for our customers. And then sometimes it dies, okay? But here's a reminder. If you haven't checked in, check in. You know, take your time to run through your processes, take your time to check in on your teams, take your time to check in on your customers, not only the customers that are paying you, but even the customers that might have attrited or left. That is sometimes where you get the most valuable feedback. And as you know, I'm a huge proponent here of having difficult conversations. They're actually not as difficult as we make them out to be. It's just getting into the right mindset to actually have and drive that conversation. And so when was the last time that you did that? And so I encourage you today, to go conduct some customer discovery, understand why your customers actually love you and also be open to hearing feedback. Something that I like to call it is it's actually not feedback. A mentor once shared this with me. She was always call it feed forward. And I love that and it really stuck with me. And it's not feedback because feedback sets you back feed forward. If you actually hear it and you hear it in the right lens, and you're actually receiving the data that you need and the conversation and you're listening, you're actively listening to actually look at it from a sense of betterment, that feedback is actually feed forward. It propels you forward. It makes your product better. It makes your service better. It makes your tools better. It makes you better. It makes your company better. And so part one of today, I wanted to remind you of why you started your business and do not let that why slip away. And it's your job, not anybody else's to go through that process. And so take some time, at least once a quarter to check in and do it from that undercover boss lens and go undercover and actually understand what's happening in your business and to your customer. So I wanna start there. I wanna also come back to the point of empathy. I think that this is one of the most strongest skill sets that we have as women. As women, we are naturally empathetic creatures. We're nurturers, we're natural caretakers and mothers. And we really do an effective job, if done right, using our three brains, right? You've heard me say this, our mind, our heart, and our gut. And that empathy can be used for our better. And sometimes the empathy is used against us. And I see that happen in business all the time, right? Where people are like, it's it's business, it's not personal. And it is personal. It's always been personal to me. I used to hate getting that feedback Why am I taking it personally? Because I'm an empathetic creature. I care, the work I put out matters to me and I put my heart into it. And so of course my heart hurts a little bit if something doesn't go right, or if something messes up or if I didn't get the outcome that I had intended. Of course it hurts because I'm an empathetic human and I care about what I'm doing. I also care about people a ton, right? That is a great part about being a leader And that is one of the best skill sets that we have from a leadership standpoint is utilizing our power of empathy and leadership. Great leaders are empathetic. They hear, they listen, they understand their employees, they understand their team, they understand their customers. So use it to your advantage. Where it becomes a disadvantage is when we let empathy just lead us right? Where sometimes we're only making decisions based on our heart and gut. when We forget the analytical component of our mind, right? We have to use all three brains. And when used effectively, fact plus gut plus heart, right? Fact plus gut plus heart is when great business magic happens, when great leadership magic happens. And I think that the women that can tap into that, this is why women-owned businesses, VC-backed women-owned businesses are more successful than male BC backed businesses. Although that statistic we all know is 2.7% that females get the venture backing. But the ones that do, we drive more business success and we drive better returns for our investors because we care about that dollar so much. We don't view it lightly. Every single time that I've taken an investment, I've raised over 200 million in venture capital. And it doesn't matter if the check was a $10,000 check or if it was a $10 million check. To me, every dollar that I take from a company or from a fund or even from a human. I want to return that dollar back tenfold. I don't take that lightly. I think those are the skill sets that female entrepreneurs do have is that we put everything on the line because we are just naturally empathetic creatures. So, a reminder to you to own that empathy. Don't let anybody take away from that empathy. I'm so tired of, you know, women are emotional, right? We're emotional. We're not, we're passionate. And that's the skill set. That is the reason... Why I'm here today is because I've had this level of passion for what I do. I love my job. I love my job. I love my customers. I love what I do as your host here. I love the empowerment that I get to do every day. I put my all into it because I'm passionate about it. I'm a passionate feminist, right? I'm not an emotional feminist. I can be emotional, but that doesn't define who I am as a leader. And so I see women being called all these names all the time in the workplace and I want us to own our power and to use our empathy as an advantage, as a, a, a tool in our tool belt. So use it. Absolutely use it. And so I want to remind us of where we excel. I want to remind us how to use our power. I want to remind us to keep our ear to the ground for our customers and to not lose that and to ensure that our team feels that same level of passion as you do to serve your customers That's what's going to make for an incredible product and experience. And that is what I want you to be portraying, right? That is what your brand voice needs to be. That is what your marketing strategy needs to be around is talking to that customer that you absolutely set out to go solve that problem for. Enough about the front side of business. Something else that's come up for me, I run two large, very successful businesses. And today I want to talk about customers on the other side and the lack of empathy, right? So in 2021, I will say, things have just gotten so difficult from a small business lens landscape right amazon and other major retailers have made it so difficult to keep up with this shift in consumers are now completely they i like to call this an on demand economy where we literally can get a product on amazon like right now we have access to cheaper products it is so easy for us to consume like to buy something it's going to show up at our doorstep in hours literally hours and those hours are being shaved off right it used to be two day delivery which was like so such a huge massive shift and now it's literally become even same day and probably by the end of next year you know it'll be within minutes right like literally within minutes or hours but it is literally on demand which is also exciting and it's great and this this huge shift in technology is allowing us to have everything at the tip of our fingertips But what it's also created is this sense of urgency that's not even real. Like customers are just expect that level of everything is important. Everything needs to be on demand. I matter the most and answer my every beacon and calling immediately. Or there's another service or like provider that's going to do it faster or better. And it's exhausting as a business owner to keep up with. So I wanted to start that dialogue here today around this topic. Because as consumers, we're becoming more and more demanding of our companies and our brands. And it's tougher for small businesses to be able to support on the margins, you know, overnight shipping. Like it's just not feasible and practical. These businesses will go out of business if we try to support some of these practices. Also, even forget in terms of shipment and things like that. I've seen a huge trend in customer support, right? Like we're needing to have access to things super quickly. If we don't get our answers, we feel really frustrated as a consumer, And there are so many tools that you can implement that we are doing, right? To help us automate without humans as, you know, we are scaling with humans, but at the same time, I can't have a single, like it's not an unlimited amount of resources for customer support teams or chat teams and things like that. But there are tools that you can implement that can help the customer feel as if they're getting that on-demand thing, but in a more scalable fashion. So great tools like having chatbots on your website. It's a great way to scale it where you can have multiple conversations, you know, setting the right expectations with your customers so they know what to expect, when to expect, ensuring that upfront you're delivering the right things so they understand the most frequently asked questions and you can solve their issues on onboarding or like prepare them before they have issues. So there's definitely a lot of things that you can do to kind of think through that. And that's what we're doing in our businesses always is to say, how can we avoid having issues, right? So the first thing is to solve them upfront to what can we do to ensure that it's scalable, it's repeatable, it's easy for the customer to onboard and it makes for a seamless experience so that they have less issues later or whatever it may be. And if they have an issue, what's the most scalable way for us to get them the answers or what they're looking for so they feel fully supported, right? That's my goal, right? That's my goal for every single customer that comes into any of my businesses, whether at Stacks and you know you're a small business and you're looking for payments and you know, whatever your thing is, I want to make sure we solve that. And at CEO school, if you're part of our community that, you know, you feel fully supported. And if you have anything, we have that for you too. Right. So like those are the things I'm always thinking about. And I do feel like sometimes as consumers, I hope we're a little bit more forgiving to the small business which I feel like as a small business owner I am to other small businesses we don't expect you know the Amazon overnight shipment when I order like a custom piece for like pajamas for my daughters right like I know it's going to take it's time and I'm willing to support that business and I'm willing to wait the shipment that I'm signing up for so I do think that there is that some level of that empathy but I want to share Something that's top of mind for me here right now and kind of when I was talking about like that has come up on Empathy on the, on the customer side, we recently had all of our boxes deploy for CEO School. We have a membership box that comes every single quarter. It's a gorgeous box. Everybody wants their hands on it. And if you don't have one, you need to sign up for CEO School's The Club. It's amazing. Part of that, you get this quarterly subscription box and it's filled with like just the most beautiful goodies. Also supporting other small businesses, FYI, that are women-owned businesses. It takes a lot of work and planning one to secure these shipments, and it's, a, it's large quantities for purchasing hundreds of products from these small businesses. So I'm on their timeline, and we're ahead of it. So every quarter, like we've already worked on, like it's October Q1. Boxes already being like we've already picked out the products. They're already being deployed. They're already being set up. So we're definitely ahead of it. We've had two years of really great learnings in the business from like, I've never had a physical component to a business before. I've always had digital components to a business, which is so much easier to service. Although the box, it only goes out once a quarter, every single quarter, there's always a group of probably like, it's like less than 10%, but a subset of customers that something happens in shipping, right? Like that we've done our process, everything's there, things go out and somebody doesn't get their box, right? So this time around, there's probably like 20 people that, you know, didn't get their box in time or something like that. And that happens every time, no matter however, which way that I can solve a tool for it, do whatever for it. We've got full tracking that gets all automated. I'm not manually sending out these boxes, like physically myself, like there are people, humans, tools, processes but every time there's going to be customers who may not receive it. Something happens during shipment. UPS is delayed. Something happens. International is longer timeframe. So we're shipping out boxes to like Australia and India. Like we have customers from all over the world, which is so cool. But there's a subset of customers that their boxes do get delayed. And this time around, we probably had that subset of people. And it's a really simple like sorry, let's, we checked on their tracking or my team's talking to whether it's FedEx or UPS or whatever shipment it was. We're talking to them to make sure that it's rerouted or whatever. So we've got our support teams on it, but I've noticed this time I felt like there was a few members that were just a little bit meaner. And I don't want to submit word meaner. I want to use the word entitled, okay? Little bit more entitled this time around. And I don't think they think about how they're coming across, but it's like the whole world needs to stop because you didn't get your box, right? And now, and maybe they don't mean it in that way, but it comes across like to our teams and we're small teams and we talk about it. Whereas, like at Stacks, there are, you know, hundreds of support issues that may take place. Like we have 25,000 customers. So that is a different level of support. I don't hear one if if a customer support issue gets to meet her at Stacks, there's a really fucked up situation. Like, that is like a you know DEF CON level ten situation if I'm involved with a customer at this level here at stocks, but in a, in my very small business, which is a seven figure business right you know I was just surprised to see the level of entitlement by some of some, just a few people and it kind of struck a chord in me and what struck the chord it wasn't about it was not the empathy on the other side. It's like the women that I'm serving are also business owners. Like on the other side, you're going to deal with your customers and your issues and other things too. It's not like anything crazy. Like box got delayed. It just got delayed. Here's the tracking. Here's a new box. I don't think it stems from, it's not a a me thing. It's not a CEO school thing. I think it's a them thing. And it goes back to us as consumers. It's us thing. And I touch myself like that too. So I'm not trying to single out this person at all it's not about her. We are all guilty of it. We're all guilty of consumers on the other side. We are so demanding from the brands and services that we have. And we expect them to all operate at this perfection level. And if it's not, we're entitled to our opinions and we're entitled to being upset and we're entitled to a refund and we're entitled to all of these things, which I'm not saying that we all do. I just wanted to remind us a little bit of like on the other side, there are humans At Stacks, sometimes I will tell you our customer support people are heroes. They are absolute heroes. We deal with people's money, like $12 billion of payments flow through my systems at Stacks. And there are issues that take place. Like that is part of a company. Like there are issues that take place. There's not one singular company out there that doesn't have a customer support team that is designed for a reason because there will always be issues. Even if it's just for like a password reset, people are just god awful mean. Like, and it's like, is that who we're becoming as a society? We're just like, oh my God, this isn't working. And like, you need to solve my issue right away. And if not, you're a bad human. And I'm just going to take all my frustration and anger out on you because I'm having a bad day and it's your fault. But the person on the other side didn't do anything. They're trying to do their job. They're going to get you the solution and something happened. And I just want to remind us on The power of empathy, one, as the business owner, as a leader, we need to utilize that skill set. But I want to tie it back to even us as consumers, as users, as you know, that are purchasing brands and services all need to do the world needs to work with business around. We also need to be more empathetic, one, to the teams that are supporting these businesses. It's a hard job and they want to do the right thing. They're trying to help. And so it's not fair for us to take out our frustrations on the front line. It's not okay. And we don't need to be entitled as customers as well. And if if we really feel that way, there are other products and services that are just probably a better fit for you. And that is what you should go find. But I wanted to remind us of that empathy level, even for us as customers, because I was a little surprised, especially inside of like such a great community, which I like just have like the most incredible women, that the sense of entitlement. And I, I really do believe that it doesn't stem from anything to do with us. I think that, and everybody has like their days and things like that. We're all okay. Right. We were all wearing our big girl pants, as I like to call it, but let's use our empathy to our strength. And I think this is where we're going to kick every man's ass in the world is when we get together and we're able to utilize our biggest power and our biggest calling and own, be who we are and be unapologetic for it and come into this place of like supporting women and come into this place of empowering and uplifting and being kinder and being more empathetic and enjoying the experience, right? Like enjoy the experience, like enjoy it. It's funny because the box is like literally one component of like the entire digital experience. And when people lose sight of what's important, they're just not a good fit in that way either. It was a good reminder for me today as I was like hopping on today and I was like, I really am excited to talk about empathy, but it just was so funny to see it on the, on the customer side. Again, To close this out today, I also want to come back to, when was the last time that you did your customer service? When was the last time that you checked in on your processes? These are super, super important for you as a CEO in your journey to go do and to go accomplish. So I hope you will be adding that piece to your calendar today so that you can check in and really create that wonderful experience for your customer that you've intended. And we can all take that feedback and turn it into feed forward. I hope to see you guys next week at CEO School. I cannot wait for another amazing episode. If you enjoyed today's show, please screenshot it and please share it with your audience on social media. That is the only way that we grow and feedback and feed forward is incredibly important to us. So DM me if there are topics and things you'd like to cover. I'd love to learn about what you love what you'd like to see more of and opportunities that we have to support each and every one of you. You can find me at Sanira Madani and you can find us at CEO school until next week. We'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show our team at CEO school works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations, and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO school swag for the next 100 reviews. So don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.